Welcome back to the Still Searching Podcast. This is Joshua Trujillo, your host. Big shout out to Holy Name of Mary Chloral Family Choir for the track made famous and popular by Kanye West on the Yeezus album. Just checking in here. Um, this is episode number six, part two with Clemente de la Torre. He made me roll the R in the episode, and I, it's hard because I'm a coconut. Just want to um, thank everybody for. Um, I'm going to stop saying um. I'm trying. I made a mental note to stop saying um. It just comes out. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We had uh, our last episode, which just through the through the roof charts was just I mean everybody was listening to that that was the highest played episode and at the time of recording this intro it's been only been out less than 24 hours and it's the has like 100 something plays shout out to Amber Rose on that one Uh, subscribe to this podcast guys on Apple Google Spotify wherever you listen Helps it get picked up on those uh, platforms. Um, and also you could um, leave a message. I want to incorporate you guys into this show on the Anchor uh, homepage of this podcast, anchor.fm slash still searching. There's a little tab that you can call in and leave a message. I'd love to get you on the show. Thoughts, comments, um, critiques, whatever. We'll get it on here. And um, we'd love to have you have your voice on this podcast as well. More coming soon. This may be the last one of 2019. So I just want to thank you guys for helping me get this off the ground and supporting. I I know it's um, new for a lot of people, but uh, I want to thank you. So let's get ready for part two with Clemente. A lot of spiritual talk in this one, so if you're not used to that, it may sound a little weird, a little paranormal activity stuff. When he was young, tells a story about that. But like I said, this platform is for everybody, all of my friends. I'm connected with all kinds of different people, so you're going to hear different voices on this podcast. Some you may not agree with, but you know what? Just give it a listen. All right, here we go. Thank you, guys. Song, bro. It is. That's your hit. <laughs> this is what made you famous. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta do that karaoke. You know what my favorite part about this song is? Interpretation for the white people. So, you know, soy marinero? Yo soy capitán. I'm a captain. Man. That's what that is right there. That's my favorite part. <laughs> I don't want them to pull it out because of this song. <laughs> All right. 
So you can you can take it out. I just wanted to get your reaction on the on the earphones here. Okay. Are we're, we on? Are we on? We're on. We're rolling. All right. We're rolling. All that was recorded. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you again. Part two, uh, Josh. I told you. You're back. By the way, this is Clemente de la, de la Torre. He's back with his son. David's here. How you doing, David? Big Dave's in the house. He's good. He's good. He's not on the mic, but we'll get him on maybe in the future. <laughs> Josh. Yes, sir. Got to roll that R, baby. De la Torre. De la Torre. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm white, bro. You're, you're I'm, right there. I'm you're a... right there. You're getting it. <clears throat> De la Torre. There it is. There, go, there, there it is. Go, there we go. So, uh, uh, thank you so much for bringing me back. I know that uh, we had an awesome conversation uh, last week, and I did share with you guys that I had something that's going to blow people's minds away, and that's uh, that's my testimony. That's uh, how I came to uh, to my faith. Yeah. Uh, so I'm super excited to talk about this. Well, let's let's do it. Dive right Talk into about, it. Let's jump right into it. <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, so for uh, for those of you guys that don't know me, I'm 40 years old right now. And last week we talked a little bit about our ups and downs in both uh, business, emotionally, uh, spiritually, uh, and uh, I kind of danced around the question of of how I came uh, to my faith. And before we 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 get into the meat. The, the, the meat and bones of of of, uh, of this I want to take you guys a little bit back because I think that some of us that are in tune with what I'm about to say can relate but most of us are gonna be like what's this cat talking about <laughs> this is this is some out of this world stuff right uh but there are few of us that can relate so uh so here goes. Um, I was maybe 11 years old, 12 years old, right? And, uh, I remember getting up in the morning, maybe like 2, 3 a.m. Everything like that's like weird and kind of paranormal happens right around 3 a.m. I don't know if you ever Dude, noticed I that, heard Josh. that. <laughs> right. I just heard, I just read that somewhere. Okay. All kinds of stuff happens. Between two and three, yeah, they call it the witch's hour, mm. right? It's two thirty, three thirty. It's it's all, bro. You know what? Right, I've been waking up every day almost like at three o'clock in the morning. In the morning to go to the bathroom and get some water, but it's usually I don't know what it is. I just wake up. Well, um, well, what they say that it is, it's it's a mockery of the uh, of uh, of the crucifixion uh, crucifixion of Christ because the crucifixion of Christ. Uh, happened at three three thirty in the afternoon, mm. so that's why they call it the witch's hour because they do it on the opposite end of that. But anyhow, so uh, so the story goes back to when I'm eleven years old. I wake up and I gotta go to the bathroom, just like you, right? Gotta yeah. go to the bathroom. I go down and I get that eerie feeling. Something's watching you. Something, right? <laughs> you, 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 the hair starts standing up on your on your arms. Yeah on your neck and I, I look down and sure enough brother I see this like white spirit I can almost see the shape of it it's like a like a young female mm -hmm. maybe like 15 16 17 years old and I look down super scared right because I had never seen anything like that uh but 
she was looking back at me with this look like, can you see me? Like, hmm. you know, she had that kind of expression and she was down the stairwell. So I, I couldn't get a clear view at her. But I ran back in, into my room, put the covers over my head, <laughs> was scared. Uh, and uh, I didn't tell nobody. Yeah. And that was 12 years old. Yeah. You, you know why I didn't tell anybody? What's that? Because people start thinking that I'm local. <laughs> you kind of are. <laughs> I kind of am, yeah. But, uh, but, uh, is this the story you were talking about, David? Okay. Uh, David's heard this He's story heard this. a few times. Uh, it's one of his favorites. <laughs> uh, uh, so then, uh, uh, about a week later, right? I didn't tell anybody. About a week later, I get that feeling again. I got to go to the bathroom. That uncontrollable, uncontrollable feeling, right? Yeah. I gotta go to the bathroom. But this time it's in the back of my mind already. I'm like, oh man, don't look downstairs. Don't look. And, and I kind of had to, right? As, as I'm going into the, the restroom and, and I go do my business. But sure enough, you got to look, right? The, Again. The same girl. But now she was about halfway up the stairwell. And now I got a really good clear view. And I did notice that it was a younger female. So it wasn't scary. I I don't know how to explain it. Um, she didn't seem evil. She didn't seem dark. She just seemed lost. Yeah. It was just like a lost spirit that was kind of roaming around. And and again, that expression on her face, like, oh my God, you can see me. Right. Nonetheless, I was still scared. I still ran back inside my <laughs> room, put the covers over my head and and uh, and prayed the way I knew how. Um, again, I think I mentioned this uh, last week or, or on our last conversation. Uh, even though I've always believed in God, I didn't quite necessarily have a relationship with God. Um, I was raised Catholic and uh, maybe went to church two or three times a year. You know, Ash mm -hmm. Wednesday and the Virgin Mary's. Just come check in birthday. every once in a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so I was super scared. I prayed the way I knew how to pray. And and then uh, this time I, I told somebody. This time I told I, I told my mom, you know, and, and my mom's like, oh, no, you know, it's, uh, it's just a dream. And I'm like, <laughs> You're oh. seeing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just in your head. And, 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 and in my head, I was like, that's why I didn't want to say nothing. Because I know it wasn't a dream. I know it wasn't in my head. Yeah, yeah you knew what you saw. Like For sure. You, you 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 knew it deep down. Like, I've seen this. 100%. I feel it. Yeah. I mean, my, you know, there's just some things you can't, you can't deny, you know, your experience. But like I said, most people are not going to understand this because they've never seen it. Right? So, so, so they're like, like my mom, you know? Yeah. My mom's you know, the sweetest person in the world and she loves me all the way, 100% unconditionally, but this is out of her comfort zone. This is out of her wheelhouse. So her natural, I think, motherly instinct to protect me it's was, a, yeah. it's, it's, it's not real. It's not real. It's in your head, right? Okay. Uh, the third time, this, all this is happening within, within a couple weeks span. Uh, the last time I get that same feeling and Josh, 
I'm not getting out of bed this time. <laughs> I'm in a pee right here. <laughs> you bring a water bottle yeah. to bed. <laughs> I'm not getting up. But it was that same feeling, right? The hair standing on the back of your uh, on the back of your neck, and uh, and then I see her come in, th- flying in through the roof, Josh. Through, through wow. yeah, through through my door, and it's just spinning around, spinning around on top of my bed, and I'm just looking at it like, what's gonna happen right now? And bam, falls right on top of me, and I I. Scram like I never screamed before. Wow. Uh, Wait. Whoa. 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm adding effects here. I'm trying to play with it. Here. No, go ahead. Uh, you know my my uh, my mom and and I think my cousin was staying with us. Uh, um, they you know they come out and 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 they start asking me what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, and you know I I think I played off like it was a dream, but my mom knew. Mom knew it, it wasn't a dream. That was my first experience with the paranormal, right? Mm. So for those of us that believe in God, if you believe in God, then you know, because the Bible says it, that there's an adversary, right? Mm-hmm. We know that there's God is good and the other guy is bad. So I've been blessed to be able to experience both sides of it. And I'll get into the dark side of, 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 uh, of my encounters with the, the spiritual realm or whatever, whatever yeah. you, you want so, to call it. So you think you were just open at a young age to, to that realm? I don't know that, how. That plane. It just happened. Right, right. Nobody in my family's into uh, witchcraft or or the the Ouija board, or at least not that I know of, Mm. you know? So I I don't really see where that that would come from. And like I said, even though we believed in God, we weren't overly religious or, you know, or or practicing any paganism, you know, anything that's, that's, uh, you know, uh, uh, non-Christ-like, you know? So I just, yeah, I, I don't know where that came from, but I know that it was... It was uh, it was scary. Yeah. So what happened from there? What? So from there, uh, you know, I I, I kind of forgot about it. You know, as you got older, it just did yeah. it happen? Did it happen again, or it, just it that? it would happen, but not as graphic as that. Like like you said, I would feel somebody looking at me. You know, I get I get those chills. You know, uh, sometimes the 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 temperature in a room, you know, would 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 drop significantly from you know from from out of nowhere. Mm. Uh, and I remember my my mom's best friend uh, at the time. Uh, I won't name any names, but her daughter was going through something similar, uh, but way more intense. Where this uh, entity or this spirit was actually trying to latch on to her. Oh wow. And visiting her day and night, right? As as she was going through her adolescence. So, I think that's that's a similarity sim, help me out with that one. A similarity? There it is. <laughs> similarity uh that it happened with our adolescence, right? When mm. we were when we were hitting puberty. 
Uh, so I don't know if there's any connection to that. But uh, but I remember um, my mom sharing with me that the spirit that was haunting my friend's daughter was actually moving things across the room. Wow. You know, cups and and you know and, and all this stuff was getting was getting slammed on the ground they were freaking out they were calling the priest to come bless their home there was a lot a lot of intense intense prayer intense you know so my experience was not it was, it was not as nowhere as near that intense yeah. right yeah yeah that was it, i i feel like it was more <clears throat> for me to be aware than anything else right um so fast forward uh I had a really, a really dark experience um, when I was maybe in my early 30s. I feel like God was really knocking on my door. And what I mean by that, guys, is a lot of us don't get to dream or, or see any of this paranormal stuff, right? Uh, but I feel the way God talks to us is through people, right? He'll send the right people right. to be able to deliver a message. So right around that time is where I, I met one of my, one of my spiritual, spiritual leaders, one of my, one of my good friends, mentors, uh, Brad Lomax. I met him at, at, at my ADP job. All right. So he gave me an opportunity, uh, to, uh, to work a sales gig uh, doing payroll. Mm-hmm. So I did door-to-door, business-to-business payroll. You talk about a tough gig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You talked about that yeah. last time. But uh, but but he was, he is, not not he was, he is a, a great role model, right? This guy never, he never cursed. He never drank. Uh, he always treated his spouse, uh, Sharon, which is also a good friend of ours, uh, very kind, very gentle, same with his kids. Uh, and we had the opportunity, the opportunity was there to, uh, you know, to, to just let loose, right? Cause we, we did a lot of traveling together with the, the, the company that we worked with. They incentivize their, their top sales, uh, with these lavish trips all around the world. And uh, so I feel like the opportunity was there for him just to kind of, okay, we're away from work. I'm, I'm going to let loose. And no, no, this guy's integrity is off the charts. Uh, so that inspired me, right, to to kind of learn more. You just saw something different in him. Way yeah. different. Something that I had never seen before. Because at that point, you had done a lot of stuff, right, from your from the last time you were talking about. You were in real estate at this time, right? Or no? no so, oh, this was this was during okay the the business of the downfall, like payroll, right? The right, downfall. Right. So, so we had. So you already had your ups and downs, right? Right, right. And I was just starting to come back up. Yeah. Right. I was just starting to uh, to get to know a lot more people and to become the person that I am now. Um, but there was still a lot of selfish thoughts in there. There was still the the hustle mentality, and. I, right. I, I don't like that word. I know. I know that that it's that, a popular word. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. That term gets to gets gets thrown around loosely. Oh, you're a hustler. Oh, you know, grind. you're a hustle. Yeah. For me, I feel hustle means you're taking advantage of somebody. 
right? You're yeah. you're manipulating somebody. So yeah, I, I mean, it goes back to like the slang. You, you got hustled, right. or you know, I'm gonna, I don't want to be associated with with with, with being yeah. a hustler in any way. <laughs> uh, um, I respect work ethic. If you're correlating it with that, then I think it makes sense. Uh, but uh, but no, uh, back to uh, back to uh, how how God brings people in and out of your life. Right. So right around that time that that and 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 Brad would invite me to church. But I was like, oh, no, I'm, I already go to a church. You know, I'm good. You know, mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. Like not true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I would step into a church. Yeah. But, you know, but I wouldn't actually be in there. <laughs> right, right. I wasn't a member. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, anyhow, um, where was I? So. Hooked up, uh, met Brad, and oh, the darkness, right? So it was definitely a dream. It was definitely a dream. Have you ever been in one of those dreams where you're dreaming, you know you're dreaming, but you're in your bed, you're in your room, like your dream is happening where you are? Yeah, I think so. It's, It's crazy intense because it feels so real. So- like in your dream, you could see yourself sleeping, or in 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 a sense. No, 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 no. Uh, this was more of I know I'm dreaming, but in my dream, I'm in my room, and this dark entity with red eyes, creepy, is almost hunting me. Mm. It is almost looking at me, uh, you know, waiting yeah. to. Uh, to devour me. That's really how it felt. It was super intense, right? And then I would wake up, literally like wake up, sweating, scared. Right. And I remember looking out the window and I saw those red eyes. So it was a dream and then it wasn't. And then it was a dream. And then I would go back to sleep and the dream would continue. <laughs> it was intense, brother. It, I can't fe- escape it. I felt like I was being attacked. And I didn't know if it was real or not. And every time I, I kept waking up, and again, what time do you think this was? Three fifteen. Right around there. <laughs> right around there. Uh, so maybe you were getting uh, Inception. Something. <laughs> okay. So, 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 so that was my experience with that. Um, I've had I've had other experiences where I felt that. The enemy was was really touching me uh, with uh, violence, right? Mm-hmm. Wanting to hurt other people, uh, and and God was always there to intervene, right? Remember, He gives us free will. He al- He's always going to give us an out, even though we're we're doing something that we're not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyhow. Back to the greatest moment of my life. Are you, are you ready for it? I said I was gonna Let's get it. <laughs> I said I was gonna blow some minds away. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So, so this is in my 32nd birthday. Um, how many of the listeners out there are on Facebook? Um, everybody, right? Probably. There's right. a lot of people. Most on people, right? Most yeah. people are on Facebook. Well, in 2011, this is November 4th, 2011. Pep, uh, Facebook was not that popular. I think I was on it, but I wasn't posting stuff like I do now. You know, I think uh, maybe I had like 
40 or 50 friends, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as of now, I think I got like 4,000 or something. Right. And, I, and I, and I'm constantly posting stuff. Yeah. But back then it wasn't really a thing. Um, I people were still trying to figure it out. Right. Like, right. What like, what, what is this? Right. What? MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the other one. <laughs> MySpace. MySpace was kind of cool. So, so, so anyway, uh, if you go back or I went back to my Facebook and I went back to that date, November 4th, 2011, and I was able to to read what I posted, hmm. which, which was I had an out-of-body experience. I know without a shadow of a doubt that God is real. Wow. If you have any questions or want to talk about what I experienced or what I saw, call me, text me, whatever it is it was. I put my phone number. That post is still on there. From 2011. From 2011, right? Yeah. So here's what happened. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> right. This is the experience you this had. This is the experience. This is the, this is the that, mind that, blower. This that is the game changer. That turns things around for you. Yes, this is it. This is what hopefully the message that people are listening to right now hopefully this will impact you hopefully you'll feel my sincerity you'll feel that that this is not a ploy for attention that this is truth this is my truth so i'm it's my uh 32nd birthday right my birthday is november 3rd uh and i remember i was at my burbank uh house i was i was renting a house in burbank and i i had uh my parents over uh, since we were celebrating my birthday, I had my kids, so there there was no alcohol involved, um, and I was laying in bed in the form of a cross. I had my daughter to my left, my son to my right, and for some reason, I was compelled to sleep the opposite way. So typically, our head is to the backboard, right, mm-hmm. kind of facing your your TV, if you have a TV in, in your room, for some reason I was com- the headboard, right? Yeah. For some reason I was compelled to sleep the opposite way, right? TV to the back of me, my feet to the headboard. <laughs> okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. So I'm I, I'm sleeping that way with both both my kids uh, on uh, on one side of me, and then I get that feeling. And that, I, that three a.m. That feeling? three a.m. feeling. I get that feeling. And I get up and I'm scared. You never think it's something good. Uh, and I pray the way that I knew how to pray, right? Mm-hmm. I remember I, I still wasn't baptized. I still wasn't in a church. But I prayed that God remove any bad spirits, any bad entities uh, that that are there. Um, I definitely want didn't want them to hurt uh, uh, me, but especially my kids, right? For those parents out there, you you know what I'm talking about, right? We'll we'll do anything to protect our kids. Uh, so I'm right there, and then suddenly, Josh, I feel this calmness come over me, hmm. almost like somebody sprinkled some magic fairy dust over me, right? Yeah. And then I can't move. Uh, I'm in this state where I can only think. I can't talk. My eyes are are laser beam focused at a corner in my room, the corner one in my room. And then you know how sometimes you close your eyes, you open your eyes, and you see little 
specks of mm-hmm. light, right? Right, kind of, kind of shooting through. Yeah. Well, that started happening, but it started manifesting into a huge ball of light. It wasn't like the sun. It was more of a, it was more of a deep, bright white light. It wasn't red. It wasn't burning. It wasn't like a bush burning, right? Like like you hear uh, Moses. It was just this big, intense, bright light. All I can do was stare into it. And then, brother, I felt the voice speak through to me, but not the way you and I are talking. This voice was speaking to me in a way where it was all through my bones, from the head to my toe. I can hear this loud, deep, intense, calm voice. If, wow. Right? Loud and calm usually don't don't go together this was calm slow intense i couldn't ask any questions i couldn't uh, uh think about anything else i was so intently listening you want to know what the voice said stay tuned for part three <laughs> <laughs> no yes yes please we do <laughs> Uh, so the voice told me, and I'm paraphrasing. I wish, I wish that I would remember word for word, uh, what it was, but here is, uh, what I got from it. What I remember from it now is your mind. The Mm. voice is telling me you are mine. I have a law, a big, large plan for you, and you're going to help me bring more souls to me. And you're going to start with your father. I think you remember that I shared a little bit about my father and and his demons, right? Mm -hmm. And it was very specific, Josh, the task that he was giving me. The task that he was... And I know that it wasn't a spirit. I know that it wasn't a a ghost or um, or an angel. Uh, or a demon, I know that it was God, the Holy Spirit of God was there talking to me because he specifically told me that I forgive sinners. He didn't say he forgives sinners. He said, I forgive sinners, right? Murderers, rapists, you know, you name it. All they have to do is come to me. And the mission that he was telling me is, all you have to do is bring them to me. Mm. Share your story with as many people as possible. Bring them to me. Let me do the work. I'll do all the work. Right? All you got to do is bring them to me. And he put this image in my head, Josh. He put this picture in my head that it was 20, 30, 40,000 people in a stadium packed. Wow. Wow. And, we were, and, and we were doing God's work. We were and people were rejoicing and having fun and and clapping and singing, uh, and the only thing that I could think of was you got the wrong guy. <laughs> You're right. I'm I'm Who not that guy. I don't. You got the wrong one, bro. I I you know like I had maybe listened uh, to a Bible version, audio version. I had 
maybe read a couple of books, a couple of chapters, but I think I, I mentioned my dyslexia doesn't allow me to 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 read as much as as I would like. But I, you know, I wouldn't say that that I was a theologist by by any stretch of the mean, any stretch of the the, the word. Uh, you know, and I certainly didn't go to church or, or pray daily. So I, you know, but he told me again. He said, "I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how and when." And I had nothing else but to say, okay, let's go. Uh, so, so you just responded to it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the light starts disappearing. In my mind, this was this was a hour-long conversation. But I know that it couldn't have been any more than a minute, maybe. Maybe two minutes. Wait, so... Did this happen around the 3 a.m. Yes. times? Yes. Happened around the same time. Uh, I was not scared at all. Uh, I was so I was so happy to know that God was real and that I was so privileged. So you, you felt it. You had I your, felt your that, own that experience. I felt that God was like, I'm going to use you, dude. Wake up. Let's go. It's game time. I'm going to use you. And the mission is to start with your dad. Convince that guy. Convince him that I forgive him and that he's mine. And let's go to work. That's the first block in this in this wall that we're going to build together. Whoa, did I just reference building a wall? <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> uh, so uh, my parents were there with me uh, uh, celebrating my birthday. So I get up out of bed once, 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 uh, once the, uh, once God, I was going to say the light, once God, you know, you know, di- di- disappears, then I get up and, and, and I go over there and I start waking them up, right? Three something in the morning. And, and I say, Hey, I just had the, Greatest moment of my life right now. The best experience ever. And I start talking word for word because at the time it was fresh. So I remembered mm-hmm. exactly what 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 the message was. And my dad, he never cries. My dad was crying. Wow. And my mom, I remember she said, what a beautiful dream. I said, no, it wasn't a dream. I was up. And then she she got closer to me and she touched my face. She said, your, your face is glowing. Wow. Uh, and and that was that experience, brother. Uh, after that, like I said, I, I I wrote on on Facebook that message, and I started talking to anybody and everybody that I can possibly talk to and share this message with. I remember going to uh, the priest at my Catholic church, and I had a conversation with him, and he told me, son. You've been very privileged," he said. "I've I've given my life to Christ, you know, and been serving Him for the last forty years. And I wish I had even a dream of what you've had. I, everything in my life has been strictly on faith. Right. I've never even had a dream about that. And and that blew my mind. That blew my mind because I thought." That people 
especially of, of the clergy, right? Pe you know, pastors, priests. I thought that they 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 already had this, right? They already have this this in with 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 God or, or with Jesus. So I was I was pretty shocked that the that the that the priest told me that you know he not even in a dream. Uh, I talked to more people, talked to more people, talked to more people, and then I spoke to an uncle of mine uh, and an uncle that have had a he's been a pastor for thirty years. Had the same conversation with them. He told me the same thing. He's like, you you have a gift. You've you've, you've been privileged with something. Uh, you know, I've I've never experienced anything like that. Uh, you know, so I'm like, huh, that's weird, right? I, now I'm starting to think I don't want to be the only one. I I, I want to <laughs> hear somebody else say, say, yeah, I've experienced the same thing, right? Yeah. And then it started happening. You know, people start kind of smirking and saying, "Yeah, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> this guy is a little little out there. He's a little off." Yeah. Is he is he seeking attention? What's going on? And I start hearing those that doubt, those whispers. Yeah. And I stop talking about him. I stop talking about it completely. And I'm I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed that I that I let self doubt uh stop me from from God's mission uh but God's great God is awesome because 7 years later he's rekindled that flame in my heart and I'll and I'll share with you uh this story that that helped spark up that flame that flame uh this was february of this year and uh, my uh my father he uh oh let me give you the the full version so it's raining february i get out of my car i look down i see a hundred dollar bill <clears throat> i pick it up thank you god all right i got a hundred dollar bill it was a little wet, but it was still a $100 bill nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I put it in my pocket. I said, I'm not going to spend it. This is my lucky bill, right? That was on a Friday. Saturday morning, I go visit my parents. And my dad says, I got some shoes for you. It's actually these Adidas right here. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's like, I got these uh, shoes for you. Um, I want you to tell me if you like them. If not, I'll, oh, by the way, my, my mom and dad, they go to yard sales in the mornings yeah. on Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, and they'll go pick up, you know, all these used stuff. Yeah, and then some good finds. Yeah. And then my dad resells it. That's actually his, his business. His, his, that's that, that's yeah. what he does. He'll sell it. I was going to say his hustle. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, you know, so, so he said, you know, tell me if you like it. And, and, uh, so I, I looked at him. I said, yes, I love them. I love these. Right. How much do I owe you, right? Uh, and he's like, no. And his answer is always the same. He's like, no, no, no. I got them for you. You don't, you don't owe me nothing, right? But something in my heart, Josh said, said, give him the hundred, give bucks. him the hundred bucks, you know. And I pulled the the hundred out of my 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 wallet, and he was like, no way, I'm taking that, right? 
And and I'm like, no, dad, you're not taking anything from me. I found this. And I found it for you. You know, like, let's go. Here, here you go. And he's like, no, no, no. And my mom's like, just take it, right? <laughs> so I gave him the 100 bucks. That was on a Saturday. Sunday morning, his sister, my aunt, which I love like my my mom. She's, she was there. She's still there. She helped raise me and helped raise my kids. Um, big shout out to Kecha. Tia Kecha. Tia Kecha. Yep. Uh, and, uh, and she invited my dad to go to the casino. Tia Kecha loves bingo. She's on it. Bingo is her thing. Uh, my dad, not so much, but she likes he, he likes hanging out with his sister, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right, go. all right, I got an extra hundred bucks in my pocket. Yeah. Let's go. So they go to the Chumash Casino up in uh, Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. As they're taking that drive up, my dad says he starts getting this crazy headache on the back of his head. And my dad, he's pretty healthy dude. He never gets headaches, none of that stuff. So it's kind of strange. He says as they're coming down the hill, it starts getting more intense. When he get when they finally get to the casino, he says his legs were super heavy. Super heavy. He finally he starts getting dizzy. He finally makes his way inside to the casino, sits down. Uh his sister, my tia, is like, Are you okay? He's like, No, I don't feel good. He Josh suddenly said, like a lightning bolt ran right through his head. He had a brain aneurysm. Wow. Right there. Right there. They called the ambulance. They took him. They took him to uh, to the hospital. My aunt calls me, and we were actually at a Bible study uh, over at over at my uh, my buddy's house. And she said, "You got to come right now." And I said, "What's wrong? Right? You you automatically think it's a heart or something, right?" And she's like, "I don't know something with his head, but you got to get over here right now." I said, "Okay, I'm on my way." So I asked I asked my uh, my prayer warriors to to say a prayer for dad, and I went to go pick up my uh, my mom and my uh, brother. My my wife stayed with my kids, and uh, and we start and we start heading out to Santa Barbara. And brother, can I tell you that that's that was probably the most intense, you know, hour drive of my life. Oh, I bet your <clears throat> mind is racing. The whole time you're thinking the worst. You're thinking the worst. Your heart is probably pounding. You know what, what was going on in my head? Is my dad's going to die. Mm. And I have not completed the mission that God tasked me to do. I have not helped my dad repent and accept the Holy Spirit and give his 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 soul over to Christ. That what was going that's what was going on in my in my head, in my heart is I'm going to live with this regret for the rest of my life. So I'm praying to God, keep him alive. Keep him alive for us. Keep him alive for you. Uh and we finally get to the to the hospital, brother. The doctor says, "Uh you came just in time. We're just about to go uh do a, a brain surgery." Uh, you know, he's got a, a lot of excess blood that spilled over and he's still leaking. His brain is still leaking and it's very critical. And I said, God, give it, uh, I said, doc, give, give it to me straight. Uh, what are the chances of survival? He said about 50, 50. Hmm. Uh, and my mom said, is he, is he going to be okay? Or is he going to be like 
you know, uh, brain dead or, you know, and the doctor's like, there's about 80, 20 chance, 80% that he's never going to be the same again. Wow. 20% that, that, that he might be. And, uh, and he said, but, but, but fear not, he said, because you're, you happen to, he's like, I don't know if you know this, but you happen to be in the hospital that specializes in brain trauma. Like this is the hospital that this you want to be in. This right? is where they take people right. to, for this. For this. Yeah. He's like, and not only that, I'm the one, I'm the number one surgeon in the country. Wow. People fly out for me to operate. And I was just like, man, if this isn't God, I don't know what is. I said, I said, well, um, doctor, if, if you don't mind, and this guy's like Eastern European, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure what his faith is, but I said, if you don't mind, I love to pray before, before we go into surgery. He's like, absolutely. So we prayed it out right there. And I asked God to, uh, to, to use this doctor's hands and, and, and his, and his brain to be able to, to, to do the best possible job that he can to help save my dad's life. So he goes into surgery talk about another crazy 30 minutes right <laughs> uh and i feel like i have to be the peter i have to be the rock right there for my family so i'm not crying you know i'm i'm praying my faith is strong and i'm saying hey god if it's your will to take him right now it's all good you know if it's not then do everything you can to get him 100 back right uh, and you know, my, my, my mom's crying, my, 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 my brother's losing his mind over there. And, uh, and, and then finally the doctor comes out, he said, it couldn't have gone any better. Wow. It, it, Perfect. He, like, yeah. He's like, we're not out of the woods yet. Right. We're not out of the woods yet. Uh, the next 14 days are also critical because as we're draining the excess blood from his head, the natural uh, juices that are in the brain are, are also being extracted and his brain can clamp up, right? And he can have uh, a stroke or or whatever, right? So my brother, bless his heart, pardon me, uh, he stayed with him day and night nonstop. You know, my mom and I were, were in and out. My mom stayed with him for like a week too. Uh, but I was in and out, and we got a ton of support from family, from friends. Uh, shout out to the Delatory girls that all came and 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 did their thing with our with our prayer. Uh, um, you know, so so it was uh it was it was super intense. But he came out of it, brother, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, one just the way we prayed for, one hundred percent. And I said, "All right, God, I'm not gonna fail you this time." You know, uh, after after surgery, we prayed, we studied, we studied uh, uh, some some scriptures, and uh, and I asked uh, my dad if he believed that God sent His only Son to Earth uh, to live amongst us, to die for us for our sins, uh, so that we may have eternal life. Do you believe that Jesus Christ came, sacrificed himself three days later, raised from the dead, and ascended to heaven? Uh, and he said, yes. And I said, do you repent of all your past sins from your, you know, from your childhood all the way to this very moment right now? And he said, yes, 
I do with my sincerest of sincerest heart. Do you believe that God has wiped out all of these sins? And are you ready to ex accept the Holy Spirit inside you to live with you for the rest of your life so that you may be in the book of heaven uh, of uh, the saved lives as of this moment? Do you accept the Holy Spirit? And he said, yes. And I said, amen. And I poured some water on his head and and in my heart, <laughs> baby, he was spot. saved. He was saved on the spot. Mission wow. accomplished. And now I can say that my my father is every day, he's living his life righteous, trying to lead my mom, trying to lead our family uh, to that same cross uh, uh, to be saved. Uh, so that's that's uh that's my, my 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 testimony that's my that's my story guys uh, I feel that uh, God has such a great purpose such a great plan for all of us for all of you that that are listening I hope you got something from this conversation because uh, I'm looking at my 12 year old son right now and, and I know he got something from it and, and I'm so grateful that you were here David to uh, to listen to this uh, Josh, Whatever questions I I can answer, brother, I'm I'm right here. Any anybody reaches out to you, anybody wants wants to have a conversation, wants to uh wants to uh, uh, uh share some some of their life stories, please. Yeah, man, th thanks for sharing. That's uh an incredible story. I I've learned over the years just to, you know, a lot of people are are skeptical of of um mystical experiences or or experiences like that, um, but I've learned over the years not to discredit or deny anybody's experience like that happened you know what i mean like if you say that that happened I, I believe you you know and um what an incredible journey you know and and as you were speaking you know you had tears flowing from your eyes so it's like you were you you were you're 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 when you said that you had um you allowed the the doubt or whatever to to stop sharing that story or that experience. And then you were, you know, shedding some tears. So I, I know it's real. Brother, I can, I can, I can tell you firmly that I'm going to, I'm going to stick by this. There's no more fear. I don't care what the doubters say. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care how many people say, Hey, this guy's local. This so guy's this crazy. Year, <laughs> so this I'm, year is really the year that you um are, have kind of, you know, really got back to that, that story or that experience and, and right. try to, Right. So, so ever since that happened with my dad, uh, I've every almost whoever's willing to listen, I've been able to share that same story that I just shared with your listeners. Uh, um, but prior to that, I was I was baptized uh, October October eighteenth uh, of 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 twenty seventeen. Um, Oops. Is that our time? I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, and uh, and I have an immense uh, gratitude not only to uh, to one of my spiritual uh, um, you, you know dads or coaches or uh, Godfather, whatever you want to call him, but uh, Brad Lomax. But I'm I'm also eternally grateful uh, for uh, uh, Nicolas Mendoza, which is another uh, brother in my church that. He's actually the one that got me out to church, right? Mm -hmm. He said, hey, Clemente, I love everything that you're talking about, payroll, and, and I want to do business with you in one condition. I said, sure, mm -hmm. Nick, what is it? You got to come to my church, 
right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, well, in my head, I was thinking, I'm, I'm gonna make like twelve hundred bucks. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I went to church. I sat down. Turning point. Turning point church in 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 Panorama City. Uh, Pastor Kevin Holland was doing his thing, and he's wearing shorts and like a and like a cut off sleeve shirt, and he's talking about life and using scripture about like what's going on in, in our life right now, and it really connected with me I, I felt like he was talking to me uh and and nick's looking at, over at me like yeah all right all right he's, he's enjoying this as i'm walking out of service uh nick's like hey so what'd you think oh i thought it was great so are you gonna come back next week no i don't know maybe i don't think so right <laughs> as soon as i say that brother guess who starts walking up the Brad Lomax, my buddy. He's like, Clemente, what are you doing here? I said, Nick invited me. He said, I've been inviting you for years. Oh, it was just, you guys didn't know <laughs> it was the, the same, same church. church. And and the, and the running joke now is that God had to send two of his top warriors, right? Both of these guys are leaders in our, in our, in our church. They lead their own uh, uh, devotional groups. And he said, he, uh, uh, he had to send... His 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 two top ranking officials to come uh, to, to come, uh, to come <laughs> bring me you. in and and help me get saved. So so I've been saved, brother, and I'm uh, I'm super grateful. Uh, I think that people that that talk to me now that that haven't seen me or 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 talked to me in years just can't believe the transformation. They just can't believe the person that I've become. Hmm. Uh, and and I owe it all to uh, to 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 God. That's it. Because remember that that experience that I had with him was what uh, was back in 2011. So I went doormat for years. You know, I went and I was you know out doing my thing for years. And then when I when I came when I became baptized, I said, okay, now it's time. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Right now it's time to live my life Christ like. Uh, and that's what I've been doing, brother. And then this year, I decided, okay, it's game time. It's time to 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 help fulfill God's mission for me and and God's gift, and and that's relate with people, communicate with people, share my story, listen to their story, figure out a solution. I'll tell you what the solution is. It's Jesus. That's that's the solution. There you go. Amen. Clemente, thanks for um, coming on. You know. I'm glad you're able to uh I'm glad we're able to to share your story and get it out there. This podcast is going to have a lot of different voices, you know? So, uh you know, I I welcome everybody. And um so I'm glad you got to share. I believe uh, a lot of people will will definitely enjoy this. I I I've, we were talking before and a lot of people loved it. Loved your your first one. So, I'm sure people are going to dig the second one. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, like I said, brother, if we could encourage one person then, then it was well worth it. You know, there, there's going to be a lot of naysayers and, and it's all good. I love you guys too. You this know? Is, <clears throat> people don't understand. Like, so we talked about your real estate business, but man, your phone has been blowing up this entire time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just keeps he's sending everybody to voicemail and I keep looking over and I just see like tons of iMessages yeah. just pop up. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And I'm blessed, brother. That's, that's love. That's, that's, uh, that's people, uh, wanting to, uh, 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 just have conversations and and, yeah. and 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 hopefully I can I can help them out too. Yeah, absolutely. So at the time of this recording, I'm not sure if it's gonna come out um, right around the corner from Christmas. Actually, it's two days 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two days. So happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all that good stuff. Merry Christmas to you too, brother. Thank and, you so um, much again. God bless everybody out there. And uh, like I said, anybody wants to have a cup of coffee, wants to have a conversation, that's 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 what I do. Absolutely. So reach out to Clemente. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you soon. The Iliad is dead, the Odyssey is over Found God within me, started searching for Jehovah What you searching for? Where you focus at? If it's happiness, no one can give you that It flows from within, it knows all your sins You can never win, being envious of other men Covetousness it's such a sin, wanting what other people have has become a trend But don't bow down to the dollar bill, y'all Commercial consumerism is trying to kill y'all I'm trying to heal y'all